And we're back. So Pfeiffer Cypher. We have Purse locked down back in the building. Oh, we here, man. Feels good to be back. I was sick last week, so you know how to take a day out the office. So our first topic for today is uh the Chiefs. Won the yes, Super Bowl. Sir. Matt, I, I know you're a little upset. I am a little hurt about that. I know you're a little upset. What what you wanna what you wanna say, bro? I'm just mad at I mean, first of all, first of all, you know, losing is one thing, bro, but like letting off the gas and like blowing it like that, bro. Yeah. I can't stand Patrick Mahomes either. Just you know, I can't. Bro. And he had a bad first half. He did have a bad first half. Wait. You said take it was okay, first of all, let's we gotta we gotta shout out the 49ers offensive coordinator. It is twenty to ten in the mm. third quarter, closing. Of the, no, right? No, five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me they run the ball, they get it, then become second and five? Why would you call two passing plays? Why would you call two passing plays? You've been running the ball the whole game, and even uh, the 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 um the the decoy for. Um, uh, Kansas City said, I'm so glad they didn't run the ball. <laughs> like, as a coach, you got to know, you got to stick to your strengths. Mm-hmm. So why would they throw the ball on those two possessions, knowing the Chiefs could get back in the game? Then enough, the Chiefs get the ball back, and they score. They're on the road. Because guess what? They've been in this position the whole playoffs. Got the momentum. Yeah, they exactly. got all the momentum. Exactly. They've been down in all games mm-hmm. they play. They've been down in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now... They score. Mahomes is rolling. They get the ball back again. And it is wraps. Not only did they only score, they ran it up. Then after they scored, they scored again on top of that to put the icing on the cake. Come on now. I, I, Come on, man. I was. I don't even want to talk. He definitely showed that. He definitely showed that killer instinct, though, in the second half to put that game away. To, de- to come back. He did, bro. I still don't like him. So. You don't have to like him. I mean, you don't got to like somebody, but, but at the end of the day, like. You don't have to like somebody, but you can respect them. You know what I mean? No. You don't I mean, respect him. No, I don't know. I just, I'm tired. Nah, I'm tired. You don't respect him. I'm tired of seeing his face everywhere. Like in my mall back at home, bro, he all up in the jewelry store, the glasses store, this and that. And I'm just like, bro, I'm tired of seeing him. He's trash, bro. I don't want to. He's a Super Bowl. I don't care, bro. I don't like him, bro. You can't hate on greatness. He's a Super Bowl champion. Bugs me, bro. Let's talk about your boy, Richard Sherman. First oh, of all, he got into it with Darrell Revis. He got into it with Darrell Revis, Exposed. Right? And primetime prom time Deion Sanders said he should have never got into it with him in the first place because he's already in the Super Bowl. Why are you arguing? Secondly, and I love Richard Sherman. Secondly, he gave up two of the biggest plays of the game. <laughs> back to back. He did fold. He definitely and did fold. Darrell Revis did say, he said, you can't give credit to Richard Sherman if he can't guard one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And they went cold. They went I check zero. That. And he got blown by. My, I like, you know, it's one thing if, if you're a good player and, you, you know, you talk about it. But, like, if you run your mouth constantly and then get exposed like that, bro, like, you yeah. still like a fool. And the thing is, I let yeah, that play cool. slide. The first play, I was like, he got beat. It's okay. He got, it he got baked, bro. But, dog, when they set the fake and then he got beat on the outside, and then not only did he get beat, it was a touchdown, a crucial touchdown mm-hmm. that they reviewed. Ooh. You could definitely see though the the age was definitely age and the, the Achilles him, was definitely taking effect. He yeah. can't guard. I mean, to me, he's always been a zone. He's always been a zone corner. Yeah, he's never, he's never been a man on man. He doesn't have the speed. Like yeah, that. and I I personally think the same thing. I like I said, I love Richard Sherman, but in reality, all the guys I see him play, it's always been it's always been in zone. Yeah, absolutely. even when he made that big statement against Crabtree. Mm-hmm. 
granted, that was a heck of a play, but they were also still playing cover three. So, I mean, he to me, he's he's a dog, but he's yeah. he's okay. he's, he's the best of them. I, I don't know if he's in my like Mount <laughs> Rushmore of uh, corners because yeah. because I haven't seen that man coverage that he can you know right. like Deion Sanders like you know I've never seen Darrell Reeves like Darrell Reeves one of the one of the best man on man defenders oh, yeah, yeah. I've ever seen. Speed, Although, speed that one time and just at the weight hey, that yeah. one time. I get I know like that one time Randy Moss did him dirty. <laughs> well, he's with the Jets Moss, and uh, Randy Moss threw his hand up at the first five yards until Tom Brady to throw it to the back of the end zone. Yeah, I mean, but, that's but yeah, no, 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 that's one of the best of all time. Yeah, yeah. and Darrell Reeves, I mean, if not if not the best receiver of all time, but so. I think Darrell Reeves just him being being able to just and he could jump too, bro. He he's like what. How tall is he? Like 5'11", 5'10". Yeah, a lot of these corners mm-hmm. are short. Five, five, he might. Yeah, he's shorter than that. I'm going to tell you, though, man. The one of the best corners, Brian Dawkins. He was a safety, bro. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm <laughs> doing But Brian Dawkins could come. Nah, Brian Dawkins was, he was a dog. He hit me by the bro. He didn't care. That one with the Saints, I love his pregame speeches. I love mm. his pregame speeches. But yeah, but back yeah, to Super back to Bowl. the Chiefs, man. Chiefs and champions. after the game, the the two running backs, uh, Mozart yeah, and I think Williams, they had a very yeah, they, they, they the tunnel. jersey exchange. That's I think loud, they were both. I, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they were both undrafted. They were both undrafted, and they were both cut numerous times from different teams. Just respect, because yeah. I know I know both of them were doing their thing. Man, they're killing it right now. And you gotta think about it, dude. One thing I read up on, like. You also get paid extra just for being in the Super Bowl. And true. You know, and if you win it, you know, that's another advance. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my man Andy Reid. Andy Reid got his first Super Bowl after losing when he was with the Eagles. And then on top of that, my man's just gonna have a blast. When he get that check at the end of the month, oh my God, it's gonna be Jeez. and I, I endorse all them burgers. Now let me stop. All them burgers. And then on top of that, I just love what he said in a, a post game when he talked about his wife. I feel like that's important, man. He said, Man, I don't care about the trophy. I said, he said, I care about my trophy wife. Mm. And like, that's love right that's there. Love. Like, that's true really love. Love, that. yeah, that's that's true true love. love yeah, that's true love, man. I love Sheesh. it. Yes, sir. Also, in the NFL talks, Lamar Jackson, unanimous MVP. Man, I was I happy to see it. 100% deserved. 100% deserved. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. One of my first well, podcasts, it was just the predictions, though, that. but. Yes, sir. I know. I, I'm glad I, he got he it. He was definitely 100%. He's just. You see how humble the dude is, bro. When he was up there, it's like. Yeah, giving I mean, glory to God, you know what I mean. I, and just they had a th- like a, a couple minute video of all like the greats that were you know like uh, I think Ed Reed, um, yeah. who else was in it? Ed Reed, I think Mike Vick was in it, and it was like just yeah. people just saying like, yo, you're really you're really changing the game right now, like. Yeah. And I think Jim Harbaugh, I, or it was an offensive coordinator, was saying that a lot of people gonna wear the number eight for twenty years to come just because of you. Yeah, man. yeah, that's a fact. And I think too, man, you gotta think about where he where he came from. A lot of people said that the quarterback position that they basically said that if you can't necessarily throw or whatnot, and they said a mobile quarterback would never last in a football league. Not only has he been mobile, but he's also improved on his throwing skills, and the man's been accurate. That last playoff game, you go back and look at the clips; it was not in accuracy. He had receivers mm-hmm. drop multiple passes as well. And I tell people, man, Lamar Jackson gonna change the league, bro. He's he's gonna like that right there is the blueprint of what the what all these quarterbacks about to turn into. Cause mm-hmm. you gotta think about it, Brady and them, Brady, Drew Brees, they all on the back end now. They finna get out the league. You feel me? Yeah. You know they they about to get out of the league. Now it's finna see. Now you got quarterbacks like Lamar, 
It's Mahomes. a new era. Like, it's a new era, bro. Quarterbacks, you got to be mobile. Jimmy G. Man. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Right, Jimmy G. He had a good game, too. Man, I mean, yeah. he, he, I mean, you know, seeing him up there and, like you say, he was humble and everything. My only thing is, man, he got to stop wearing them turtlenecks, bro. And just them shirts that make his neck look like that dinosaur from Little Bigfoot. Just that neck bigger than the rest of his head. Turtlenecks are tough, bro. though. You don't like turtlenecks. But on his body, bro, his neck is as big as his head. And it just bugs me. It's just, uh, it, yeah, that's bro. what killed me. <laughs> nah, but while watching, uh, you know, the. Just going back to that when he got drafted, just yeah. bringing them a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and just that that picture of him uh, putting his head over in the green his, room, yeah, yeah, with, his, with mom. his mom, yeah, it's just like, bro, it's you can't you can't really describe moments like that, and it's just mm-hmm. you just love to see stuff like that, you know what I mean? I just everybody it, count him out, and everybody said Maybe. that he couldn't be it, and then he had a first, he had a, he had an okay rookie year, like he obviously he, you can see he struggled, yeah, um, but. Whatever work he put in the offseason definitely paid off. Right. I, I want to know what, what he did to be able to – he probably just watched a lot of film, a lot of film and just a lot of reps. No, exactly. And when no one else was there, when no one was, like, in his corner, no one was talking yeah, about see, it. that's the thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Like, we all say, hey, we want to be like this person, but we don't see the hours they put in mm-hmm. behind the scenes. You know, they they getting up. Five, three, four, five o'clock in the morning when everybody's sleeping, they going to get reps, they running, they lifting, mm-hmm. you know. So we don't see all we see is the finished product, but we don't see the process. And there's a lot of stuff you can apply that to your life, you know, like uh-huh. like nowadays, like I mean, at least for me, like I'm trying to do a lot more with my body, a lot more, you know, like yeah, I'm five ten, like, but I've been working on my vert, trying to be able to dunk, and like just me, me, me touching the rim, like the other day was like. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, because it's like, it's like, bro, I was always told like, yo, you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's like, even some people that like were really close to me, like, yo, you would never be able to touch rim. And I was like, yeah. let me just try it. Let me, I told you at the beginning of the season. Let me, let me just try it, bro. And it's like, just seeing that little stuff, like that makes me happy. You know what I mean? Cause knowing I couldn't do something and then I was able to touch the rim. Like it's the mini goals that they always talk about. You know, you set your one big goal. I want to dunk the ball. Right. But how do you get there? You got to first touch get the this backboard. amount of, yeah. First get the backboard then get the. You know, the, the net. You know what I'm saying? Get the net, then the backboard, then the rim. And then, then, then you got the tennis ball. Exactly, exactly. The tennis ball, then the volleyball. You got to learn how to Yeah, jump, once you get you the volleyball, you put the basketball. So much. Because it's like, I've always, been a, I've always been like the non-athletic kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come in, just cause shoot the lights out. But it's like, I've never been able to like actually be able to get up. And now it's like, when I get up like on layups and stuff like that, it's like, it, it feels different because I'm getting higher than I usually was. So it's like missing some of them because of that but you know it's just it's just like those little things you can apply like the work behind behind the scenes you know what i mean when nobody's watching and when the lights are turned off you know that could really that could really like make or break you to be honest with you yeah Yeah, guys got anything to add to that shout out to my man lamar lj baby new era eight so the last topic for today was is police brutality and matt i know you, you know, you're a criminal justice major, uh-huh. and I know that you know, you may have some opinions on this. You want to elaborate? Um, I feel like there's there's a lot of like misconceptions on you know on like both sides of of like the issue because you know, coming from you know my stance is you know uh, uh, a mixed kid grew up in like you know around in the black community and stuff. I've had my fair share of run-ins, you know. And a lot of things that people focus on is when, you know, like police stops, like in traffic or, you know, stopping frisk, stuff like that, right? When people like, when people when people end up getting shot and everything, um, 
there's there's a lot of fear on you know not just the person inside the car of what's gonna happen, uh-huh. but also an officer too. And that's not to excuse anything, but I feel like both sides need to understand that fear and do what they can to, you know, keep that fear down. As an officer, I hear all the time you're trying to keep your hand on your gun, you're trying to stand, you know, back and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? But if you have someone in the car, hands on their wheel, they're cooperating. They are obviously afraid. You know, I've been in my car many times, pulled over, hands on the wheel. Shaking, man. I'm afraid for my life. I don't know what's about to happen, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the officer, I had this one officer, you know, step back, start yelling at me, hand on his gun, I lighted my face. All I said was, yes, I have my license in my car, and he want to get all, like, mad. I don't know what happened, man, but just the fear. And, <laughs> and I, you know, like, nah, I'm sitting in a car, my hands on the... Like, why is it necessary to put your hand on your gun? gun. Why you is can it, see why, my hands. You can especially. see my hands. I don't have another hand. I can't, you know, you're not about yeah. to get... It's just stuff like that that I need, like, people with the badge and gun to understand that they have they were given this power to protect us not put fear into us you know what i mean right and i need people inside the car to understand that they can't you know be ignorant they can't um cause a problem or get upset they can be upset but don't show it you got to keep your composure like you're saying nah i'm so glad you said that because i had a moment like that matter Mm -hmm. of fact it was over the summer matter of fact i was driving Mm -hmm. And I was actually going to Wendy's. It had to be about 11.30. I wanted a Wendy's four right for four. Nah, it was when I was at oh, home okay, in Charlotte. Okay. I wanted a four for four. I don't know why I was craving a four for four. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, I was going to get my tag renewed. So I was like, yeah, I'm going down the street. I wasn't thinking of it. Man, I'm riding. All I said, my music blast. All I hear is, I see blue lights. I said, oh, man. Wee, wee. Put in the parking lot. Bang. In the parking lot, so I do that same thing. My mom always told me ever since I was 15 years old when you exactly. come and come to officer, you show your hand. So, put my car in park, turned it off. I said, Came up to the car, he said, How you doing? And I said, Sir, I'm doing well. I'm letting you know right now, I'm not armed. My hands are on the steering wheel, I don't have anything in my pockets. My wallet is right there, and my uh, license and registration are in the glove compartment. He was like, I didn't actually need that. I was like, mm-hmm. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I did that, boom. He go back, he take my stuff, and I, as I'm grabbing it, I'm telling him, I'm like, listen, I'm reaching for my wallet. You see yeah. my wallet right here. He's like, so he basically trying to rush me. So I'm like, here you go. Here you go, sir. And then he snatched my license from me. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to be calm. Mm-hmm. But what I always do, see, my godfather is uh, the sheriff, yeah. Garrett McFadden. That's my mm-hmm. godfather. So what I always do, I either put him on, on, on mute while I'm on the phone, or I put my mom. He, didn't, he was late, so I didn't mm-hmm. want to call him, so I called my mom. But anytime I know that, I put my mom on mute so, like, she know, like, mom. Well, I text her a code red. That's, like, her code. Yeah. So I said code red, and I said, when you get on the phone, don't say nothing. So she could hear the whole conversation. Absolutely. I got a whole speaker the Absolutely. whole time. So I'm like, he came back. He was like, sir, you know your tax bar? I said, yes, sir. I do know my tax expired. Um, I'm actually going in the morning uh, to get my tag renewed. And I told him the name of the DMV and everything. He was like, okay, you better do that. I was like, yes, sir, not a problem. So then... Two more cop cars pull up. For backup, right? For back, I'm like, oh, no, no. So I'm I'm like this right here, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like this right here the whole time. Then he was like, do you have anything on you? I said, sir, I have nothing on me. I said, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Like, what are you, what are you trying to do here, basically, in my mind? And then he was like, you want to stop out the vehicle? Okay. I step out the vehicle, bro. I said, here. I got a I got a hoodie and mm-hmm. some sweatpants on and some slides. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm out the car just like this. They looking through the club. They got backup. 
It's two, but it's Wait, two other hold officers. On. They, they they search a vehicle. Yes, they went you know, through. Like, don't you have don't you have a right? Don't you have the right to? You do, but as as like a no, black as man, a black you, man, you're not gonna and, say no. Man, you also got to think about it too, Avi. We just moved into a new neighborhood where it's uh, nothing. We're the only black people in our neighborhood. I'm not kidding. That's another thing. So. For them to see a brother on that side of town is not normal to them. So Absolutely. I had to cooperate. Absolutely. So I get out of the car. I'm like, okay, listen. Like, I don't have nothing on me, bro. My mom's still in my pocket, by the mm-hmm. way. So then my mama pulled up. See? That's, that's a scary my situation. My mama pulled up. Mm-hmm. She got out of the car. And she was like, everything okay? The officer turned around immediately. Oh, you're his mother? Yes. Mama, yes, I'm his mother. And then I was like, see? And my mom thinking like, see, now they trying to be slick. Cause they weren't gonna catch me by myself in no alley, and they mm-hmm. weren't gonna have no reason to say, "Oh, well, another young black boy had to get jumped on, I got tased, I got shot because he wasn't cooperating." Mm-hmm. My mama pulled up and had the camera, and they was like, "Oh, we're sorry for your inconvenience, da da da." But nah, they was trying to be funny because, like, that's in my mind. First of all, if I told y'all that, you can see my hands. I don't mm-hmm. have anything to hide. You search my car for what? You don't smell anything. It's mm-hmm. not a scent, but now you just trying to, you feel me? So, Absolutely. That goes back to what I was saying from both sides. Because, you yeah. know, as an officer, if you are in a traffic situation and it isn't going well, you ask him, you know, how you doing? You're supposed to go up and, you know, relax the situation. Right. Because y'all are both tense. You should know this, especially in 2020. Mm-hmm. And you should go up and ask how we're doing. If he responds and, you know, start cursing at you, get mad and everything, then you might be like, I need a little backup. This guy seemed like he right, might yeah, move. Person, no offense, yeah. man. You, you, you like you like 5'3", right? Yeah. You can see that in the five, cars. Four, no need for these other people. That's <laughs> what I'm exactly. saying. You know what I'm saying? Who am I going to hurt? And <laughs> I, what you were asking about, that that is all right. Number one, we don't have to step out of the car without a warrant. And number two, um, they can't stop me for searches. But as a black man... You're not gonna say no because that that's your life right there. Right. That's yes. um that go back to like Eric Garner in New York when he got choked out. Right. Yeah. Cause he didn't want to get searched. Cause mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to get arrested for for nothing. Yeah. And they ended up using a chokehold, which has been illegal since 1999, to use by police uh-huh. that were undercover, that weren't on duty. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why it's it's that's what I'm afraid of. I haven't had that yet with the sir, can you step out of the car? But I know if I ever do, I'm out of out of my mind frightened. And just thinking yeah. about it right now it scares me. <laughs> I, nah, no cap, bro. I, I definitely hear you on that, bro. Because that's why even mm-hmm. when I go in public, like my mom always says, don't have your hood on in public. Exactly. And don't I carry didn't, a backpack. I didn't understand that until one day I went to the mall and I had on a do-rag and a hood on. And there's a guy in front of me that had on a regular hood on, but he was white. Absolutely. The cop didn't say nothing to him, but as soon as I walked through the mall, he said, sir, can you remove your cap that's and your exactly uh, do-rag? exactly what happened to me <coughs> over Christmas, right? right? And over I was just Christmas. like... It's cold outside, but mm-hmm. okay. Like, I'm not going to trip it. I was like, it's a whole other man in front of me of a different color. You didn't say nothing to him about taking his hat off. So that happened to me over Christmas, walking with a couple of my friends, my little brother, you know, we're, yeah. we're all, you know, either mixed or black, you know. Right. In society's eyes, oh, you know, a bunch yeah. of black people, it's a gang, this and that, right? And I have my hood up, there's other people with hoods up. They, a security come to me and ask me to take my hood off. And I just asked why, because in my right. mind, I was like, I'm not about to be here targeting. I'm trying to shop for right. shoes, right? So I was mad. Nobody. And <laughs> just the look on their face, like anger. And then after I agreed to take my hood off and walked away, the same officers were following me around the mall, bro. Like, you know, subtly, like over here, yeah. and they see me, they kind of look over they here kinda and stuff. Look, yeah, they kind of follow yeah. me from afar. Bro, I was, I was heated, bro. I was like, yeah. Man, I wish yeah, stuff like that you can prove, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, just doing their job. They're protecting the community, stuff like that. But that's... It's like... I'm sure they are, but at the same time, <clears throat> like a lot of cops, you know, not everyone's racist. You know, that's, yeah, that's true. That's what, but, yeah, facts, facts, facts. But the prejudices that we uh, are instilled, like when we're younger, from society mm-hmm. and stuff, um, 
whether you want to admit it or not, most people, if not all, have that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if uh, a, um, a white officer who grew up in a white community all his life or surrounded by white friends, you know, I'm sure he has black friends and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But he might have been taught or given the idea based on how he lived that black people might be more dangerous because his school was predominantly white and uh, the black people that he saw on TV were, were, were in gangs and stuff like that. So in the back of his mind, right. he might have a little bit more fear right. uh-huh. towards black people and that'll show during things. And then when he gets that gun and badge if he was bullied in school whether black or white he might be like oh now it's my turn now I have that power you know what I mean? to take it out on and that him. quick first trigger like Tamir Rice when that rookie cop jumped out didn't give him a second to put, give him a second he didn't give him a second 14 year old boy he was a boy too man yeah. it's like, like that it's like you're not supposed to be afraid of Superman you know what I mean like these Thanks. these people are supposed to protect us not you know put <clears> fear <throat> in into people and That's be nice. like you know, it's like they're supposed to be mm-hmm. people that you're supposed to, like, not look up to, but, you know. No, they are. You know, you're, you're serving, protecting, and inspiring the, the community. That's what's on the police cars back at, in my hometown. I don't know about it here <clears throat> up in New York, but inspire the community. Yeah. And they inspire fear in my community. That's what they do. But, like, you know, I hear a lot of, um, you know, my white friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, they, they love the cops or this and that, or they don't understand, like, why me or, like, other black people they know have, you know, this the standoff relationship with the cops or, you know, even, you know, I, I think it's ignorant to be out here like <clears throat> F12, this and that and everything. But at the same time, I don't personally feel comfortable around it, you know, yeah. no matter who they are, if they have a gun and badge, immediately my hands are out of my pockets. I'm, my hands are, if I'm, I, I usually have a backpack on wherever I'm at, you know, I'm coming from the gym, going to the gym up here on the backpack and just making sure that they can see there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. they're even looking at me or not, I just don't want any, he was reaching. Oh, you know, like the stepping right. out of the car thing. I don't want to reach for my buckle and oh, they I think it's a gun on my head. I'm gonna just be like, Ooh. yo, I keep one. Here you go. Exactly. Last out the car. Exactly. Like I, I think people. Thing. I think especially you know, white males, females. I feel like they'll never like understand. Like even me, I I would never understand what what you guys may go through. <clears> you know what I mean? Being the the white male that I am, I won't ever be able to really realize, you know, what it's like to be pulled over like that, you know, mm-hmm. and like to be. And that's that's one thing I don't think, like, you know, when people are, you know, Black Lives Matter and we're out here, you know, trying to make a difference, we're not asking, you know, our white brothers and sisters to understand and go through the same thing. We're just asking for you to come together with us to put an end to it. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because we don't want that on ourselves. We don't want that on y'all, you know what right. I mean? I agree. So we're not asking for y'all to be hurt like that, too. We just want help and support, you know what I mean? No, yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. So, the quote of the day. Quote of the day. Ding, ding. <laughs> um, today, I refuse to stress myself out over things I can't control or change. Mm. And I feel like this is this hits home for a lot of people Absolutely. that may be going through hardships right now. Um, if there's something that you can't control or something that you can't change, then don't don't stress over it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's life, bro. Like, yeah. You can't stress over, you know, a friendship, relationship. You can't stress over, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. You can't stress over the little things like that because at the end of the day, then you're not really living life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you can start removing that stress, then your life could go a lot better. And you can understand and appreciate all the little things that you have in your life right now that you may not have seen when all of a sudden you're just over here stressing about the situation that you're currently in because... At the end of the day, if you just look at your situation, you could be you could have a lot to be thankful for. Like me, 
I have a lot to be thankful for. I'm in a surrounded by great people over here. You know, me being from NY, you know, it's it's hard being so far away and you know having people over here. You know, like these two guys that you know could just make me forget about that distance that I am away from my family. That you know, it's just those little things. You know, the little little things. Just appreciate the people that you're around. Uh, you know, I'm able to play basketball. I'm able to get my education. You just got to be thankful for the little things that you that you have in your life. And if you can't control or change something, change your friends' emotions, whatever, then it's not worth to be stressing over. And at the end of the day, like, what's meant to be in your life will always be. And whoever is meant to stay in your life will stay. And it's just like you have little lessons in between all that. And I think it's just, you know, don't stress you out. Don't stress yourself out. You know, forgive people that may have did you wrong. Forget people. Forgive people that, you know, just you just may have had a fallout with. And at the end of the day, if you could forgive, like to me, I'm all about forgiving. Because at the end of the day, like people I've had beef with over years or whatever, like to me, it's, it's bigger than that. You know what I mean? Like life's too short to be able to to just hold a grudge towards somebody because at the end of the day, that person may not be here tomorrow. And I think just forgiving people can go a long way. Um, and yeah, just don't stress yourself out because me, you know, going through anxiety and stuff like that, I stress myself out a lot and I overthink a lot of situations. And I think, you know, one way to just cope with the, cope with all of it is just do things that you love, you know, be around people that you love and, Ultimately, just, you know, take take it one day at a time. Take it 24 hours at a time, you know? Yes, sir. That's, that's big facts. I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Thanks. I just think, man, in life, I learned a lot, man. Just, you got to learn, man. Life's too short. Like you said, we don't need to argue. We don't need to bitter. Like, it's not worth it, man. We got to enjoy life for what it is right. and take advantage of it. You know, I, I use this story a lot. Like, my great-grandmother, man, she was everything. You know, two days before she died, like, I was just with her, you feel me? And then right. the day before, you know what I'm saying, she was in the hospital, everything was good. The next day I woke up, and she was gone. And it just goes to show you, man, you just never know, you know? And with the whole Kobe situation and Gianni and the whole family, like, they didn't think that, I'm pretty sure their families didn't think, man, this would be their last day on Earth. Like, it's a regular, just a regular day. normal day, man. Knowing, so, that, knowing that he take helicopters everywhere, right. you know what I mean? So I'm telling people out there today, man, whatever you're going through, whatever, whoever, man, like, just love one another. Love, and if you got if you got bitterness and anger towards somebody, man, just tell them you love them. Tell them, tell them whatever it is, man. Tell them you're sorry. Uh, for anybody I hurt that's listening, man, I'm sorry. Not take responsibility, cause I know if I were to leave this earth tomorrow, I wouldn't want nobody to be upset at me. That's, that's you basically right, said it. Not the same way, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I forgive same same way. I forgive anybody, you know, that I did wrong. Um, I forgive anybody that, you know, that we just may have a fallout, cause you know sometimes just life happens. We go on two different paths. Um, I'm gonna need this, by the way. I'm gonna need this. Uh, I'm definitely gonna take this off your, your yeah, IG. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, man and it's just, you know, just spread, it. just spread love and positivity, man. Because at the end of the day, I want to let the people know that I, that I love, and you know, the people that came into my life. You know what I mean? That obviously they were a big part of me. You know. Yeah. And I wouldn't be with them. 
I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those little people that, that, you know, I've encountered along the way, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, I've been telling my family a lot, you know, that I love them. Like, I've been telling people like you guys, you know what I mean, that I love you guys, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm never, who knows, man? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes just life know, just happens, man. Tomorrow is a promise, man. Tomorrow yeah. never promise, my guy. But, you know, just make sure you make sure you love the people that you love and yeah. tell them that you love them for real. So, question of the day, Percy, you want to take it away? Question of the day is, when is the right time to kiss the person you are dating? Woo! Sheesh. Sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. I Matt, we're going to start with That's, you. Let's go, Matt. Turn me up. Let's start with hey, you, Hey, me personally, I like to wait, you know, get to know them. For sure. Uh, a, a lot. <laughs> for sure, you know, for sure. Not saying I like, like that way. Like, I like to get to know them, you know, stuff, you know, that don't come out when you first meet somebody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like... Okay. I, I like to wait, like to do, you know, my research. I ain't no creeper or nothing, but like, I like to know who you are and what you're about before I'm going to invest anything, including, you know, these lips before I, you know what I'm saying? Avi? Avi? Um, Is that you, Avi? I don't know, because I feel like... You definitely gotta have a couple dates. You know what I mean. You definitely gotta. You definitely gotta take them on a couple dates. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if y'all going on a couple dates, like y'all obviously like each other. You know. Um, unless you know she gave you the wrong idea, he gave you the wrong idea, mm-hmm. and they just going on dating because they just want to date, which is normal. <laughs> but I think you know maybe like third time's the charm, bro. Like third time, I think you can really seal the deal. You know what I mean. Mission mission complete, you know? We got the package, you know what I mean? Like, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you really can secure the bag on that one, on secure the third. The bag, Duffy. Um, me, my turn. <laughs> Let's go first. Man, the first kiss, man. I, it's, I don't know. I feel like it just depends on the moment. Because, I mean, I feel like I've been in every situation possible. I remember about two years ago, um, but yeah, about two years ago on New Year's Eve, <laughs> two years ago, I was at a little, little, little get together and like, I had met this girl <laughs> that night and then, oh, man, but it wasn't like that though. It really wasn't like that. It was just like, Hey, how you doing type? But, and then like at midnight, <laughs> this just happened. But I feel like it did, but like when you really truly care about somebody, and also, when you really truly care about somebody, man, and it just depends on the moment. You know, some people, it could take them one date. Some people, you know, it could be love at first sight. And boom, they just hit it off. And it's like, you know, but... And there are circumstances like that, y'all. No, it really is, man. Like, I know, for instance, like, when my uh, my great-grandparents, they met each other when they was nine. And they said about, like... Bro, that's tough. Like, that's bro, very and, tough. And that's true. Like, and Talk my to grandpa him. Talk told to me the him. other day, like... That's he, tough. He told me the other day, like, by the time they was, like, 11, he knew that was going to be his wife for the rest of his life. 11? Yeah. yeah, he told Jeez. me that the other day. He was like... No, man. This is how he talked. He so, so, my grandmother's name he was He held Annie. it down, though. He locked it yeah, down. Yeah, he did. No, they've been together Secured for, the bag. Like, 60 years plus. Us, but ladies and gentlemen, we got him. But like he told me, he was like, "This is how he talk." He be like, "Nah, nah, grandson. Uh, now when I now now see when I met my sweet Annie, I just knew sweet Annie. I just knew that I I just knew that was gonna be my wife. And I tell you right now, she gone. Praise the Lord. But uh, <laughs> when I put them sweet lips on her when I was twelve years old, 
trying to tell y'all, like, he just knew in that moment. So I feel like it just depends on the moment, man. You know? In most cases, it could be the first date. could be the third date. It just kind of got to fill, you gotta out fill out the moment. situation. You got to fill out the situation. Mm-hmm. If she giving you, if she giving you clues, like if she y'all on a date and y'all did, and y'all look at, no, but I'm saying if y'all on a date and y'all just look at each other for a long time and she hit you with that. Ooh. Ooh. That means I, I, that's, like that's when I make the first. It's hard, bro. It's that's like, but it's hard back. to. It's really it's hard. hard. To it's hard because you don't want to do it too soon. And she's it's like, hard to dispute. Damn, well, I wish. Yeah. I you know wish what I mean? girl on that first date would give me that look. Like so, I'd be like, "What you rushing for? The door, real <laughs> the quick. The door. You ain't the one. You ain't the one. Go ahead. We all say that, but. I don't think it's different when you get in the actual situation because if you got a nice young lady, she's sitting right there and she talking, she give you that. She or, no or, or say this, say this, say if you drop her back off at the crib. And you ever seen that movie Hitch with Will Smith? Yeah. And, hey, what the? And you know when you walk a girl to the door and they start fiddling with their keys? <laughs> yeah, like that's a legit thing. They start, they which like, one is it? Um, for sure. Which one? I they basically said, okay, one? come over here and give me some sugar. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta fill out the moment. Yeah. You gotta fill it out. At the end of the day, yeah. don't rush it though. Don't rush don't, it. Don't rush it. Don't and rush it. You can never get the first kiss back. Y'all gotta slide up if y'all got a funny story though. You yeah. Know, Anybody on this know. live right now who got a funny story? Somebody Let us know. To be in it. Well, who I don't know who requested to be in it. I can't see from back here. Little but all right. man power. But yeah. It's but yeah, man. We appreciate y'all. Fight for Cypher. Episode Fight for four. Cypher. Episode wow. four. Wow. It's the fourth episode. Yes, four times. Yes, we that with the young kids say. Four times. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Catch y'all on the flip. Deuces. Man.